from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher. Good morning. Very good morning, Mike. So it's Christmas now, is it? We're all we're all suddenly uh, happy. What's uh, happened here? I don't know if I'd go quite that far, but this is the uh, the ANZ Business Outlook for May that was released yesterday. So it's an important you know it's an important data series, high frequency, timely. It's got forward looking indicators in there as well. It results pretty interesting. A little hard to read though, Mike. So if we look at the headline numbers, uh, business confidence has improved. It has lifted thirteen points from. Uh, minus 43.8 to uh, minus 31.1. Now, expected own activity has improved from minus 7.6 to minus 4.5. Now, look, my hypothesis or my current hypothesis was that the economy was weakening. It was slowing down. The recent retail sales numbers were weaker. Company profitability generally is under pressure. You know, we, we saw from the government tax revenue that it's falling behind forecast level and even at a sort of, we saw a fall recently in the ANZ heavy and light traffic index. So all suggesting sort of a, a slightly weaker economy. But this business outlook yesterday paints a slightly less definitive picture. So you've got confidence owned activity, export intentions, uh, residential construction intentions and profit expectations. They've all improved. Um, inflation indicators are creeping lower. Look, it's Mike, it's not a particularly compelling picture. But the overall impression from the sort of total, uh, if I look at everything altogether, is, I suppose, less bad. Mm. Um, levels in, in many cases are still a heck of a long way from being what you would call buoyant or frothy, uh, but not as negative as it had been. And cost pressures are still a notable feature here. Uh, a large proportion of firms are still expecting uh, costs to increase at the same time the proportion of firms expecting to raise their prices also fell, which suggests very strongly that margins, that profitability will continue to be under pressure. And that is, I think, a a worrying sign. Um, Now, Mike, the agri-sector is the clear outlier to the downside on that expected profitability, minus 53. And I don't think we really need much more evidence of the pressure on the agricultural sector at the moment. Those guys need a break. Um, If we're looking for signals for growth, uh, probably for quarter one growth, quarter one GDP, um, the signals here is that that was probably quite flat. Uh, What does it mean for monetary policy? Well, you know, in the context of a central bank that's seemingly quite relaxed about the impact of migration and extra fiscal spending, I, I sort of think it raises some doubts as to how relaxed you can be about those things. If I was to say anything, Mike, the, the results have just left me a little perplexed. Okay. Perplexed. Then we come yep. to Australia and uh, the Reserve Bank Governor there might be perplexed as well because uh, 6.8 is not what he was expecting or anyone else. <laughs> yeah, no. Of course, not the most important news out of Australia yesterday. That award obviously goes to the mighty Maroons last night. But uh, but but from a business point of view, uh, probably is the most important story. Uh, not good news for the Reserve Bank of Australia. You're right. Uh, this is the April CPI, consumer price inflation. It was expected to print at 6.4% year on year and has come in at 6.8%. So we've sort of looked at sort of globally of inflation kind of, you know, starting to moderate. But um, this hasn't been evidence yesterday. So clearly higher than expected. Soaring fuel prices were primarily to blame. That issue is complicated, though, by the reinstatement of higher fuel excises. 
Uh, housing and food were also culprits. Housing costs rose 8.9%. Uh, the Australian Bureau of Statistics did note, though, that if the volatile aspects or components of inflation removed get to a sort of more of a core number, inflation is actually down from 6.9% in March to 6.5%. Uh, earlier in the day, the RBA governor did say risks uh, to inflation are more to the upside. Uh, the RBA meet next week, I think, so I think it raises... Uh, the risks of a of a move higher in the RBA cash rate, I think, have probably just risen. Right, numbers. So the U.S. market's a little bit weaker. Uh, the Dow Jones, thirty-two thousand nine hundred twenty-eight. That's down uh, just over a third of a percent. Uh, the S&P five hundred is down about half a percent, four one eight five. And the Nasdaq down 0.31%, 12,977 as we speak. Overnight, markets were generally weaker. Uh, the FTSE 100 lost 1%, 7,446. Uh, the Nikkei lost 1.4%, down 440 points, 30,887. Shanghai Composite down 0.6%, 3,204. And the Aussie share market yesterday quite weak, down 118 points, 1.6%, 7,091. The NZX 50 lost 0.55%. Of a percent yesterday, closing at 11,813. Uh, big news on the currencies, Mike. Overnight, Kiwi dollar has traded below 60 cents mm. uh, against the US. It's now it's currently sitting at 0.6008. Haven't seen that for a while. Uh, against the Aussie, 0. 0.9253, 0. 0.5633 euro, 0. 0.4837. So further weakness against the pound. Uh, 83.74 against Japanese yen. Gold, $1,966.97. And Brent crude, $72.71. Catch up Friday. See you then. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.